Hey everybody, it's me, Ask Mike, and today I've joined forces with Jim Jordan, uh, yearbook chat with Jim. You're listening to the Wellsworth Yearbooks Podcast Network. We're together again, Mike. That's it. This is actually the first time we've actually done a podcast together, correct? Well, I actually interviewed you for my podcast last year. So That's yeah, we right. gotta do we gotta do that again and just talk about the the shape of your book and what's going on. But today we have a very important topic that we want everybody to pay special attention to. And Mike, what is that topic we're gonna talk about today? Promote yourself. If you're not promoting yourself, you're making a huge mistake. It's yearbook promotion. We started off with thinking we were gonna do just how to write a press release. We cover that. Yes. But we also cover everything else. Yeah, about the fact that you need in this really unbelievably crazy year, you need to get the information out to your audience about your book and about all you're doing, and number one, why they should buy it. Because our goal is we want every single yearbook you've ordered to be sold. Absolutely, we want them gone. So without any further ado, I'm going to introduce people that do this every single day for a living. And there there are work colleagues from the Wallsworth Marketing Department. Yay! And they are a tremendous group of professionals that are getting the information out, promoting what we're doing here at Wallsworth and promoting what you're doing. And they're going to have some great tips for you to promote yourself and your book this year. Well, like I always say, Jim, why listen to me? Now it's going to be why listen to Mike and Jim. Let's listen to the Wallsworth marketing department. I'm going to start with Jenica, seeing how she's right here with me, and we'll work our way to Jimmy and then Sarah and have some introductions. So Jenica, go for it. Well, hi guys. Uh, My name is Jenica Hallman. I am a copywriter here in the Wallsworth Yearbooks Marketing Department. I have been here, let's see, I've been here about two and a half, three years now. Um, I did pretty much every job in yearbook growing up. So I've been on all sides of yearbook from an editor. Um, I've been on staff. I have uh, worked in advisor roles. I've been a um, yearbook rep. I have also worked in yearbook customer service at a plant. And now I am working in the marketing department and it is my favorite role but I have a really deep understanding of yearbook and just love it. And I think it's great. And my personal shout out is yearbook is still better than newspaper. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Jenica, as a student, I have a question for her, Jim. Um, As a student and you were the editor, were you the editor in chief? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Did you spend much time promoting the book? We did. We spent time promoting the book. I was in a unique situation where Um, This is not the norm, but our school paid for the yearbooks. So every student got a yearbook. So we didn't have to spend the same type of time promoting the yearbook as a lot of other schools. And I was fortunate in that regard. 
However, we still had a lot of students who weren't aware that they got a yearbook. They didn't understand what a yearbook was. Um, so we still had to spend time, even so, promoting the yearbook just to make sure people understood everything that we were doing and why they should get this yearbook. All right. It's important, and especially this year. Um, let's go on. And Jim, you want to, Jimmy, Jimmy, you've got the best last name ever. <laughs> yes, thank you. Well, I, I'm Jimmy Gilligan. I'm a, a copywriter in the marketing department as well. Uh, I've got a little beef with Jenica because I was on the newspaper side of things. Um, oh. And <laughs> rather than the yearbook. Um, but I, I work on the commercial side of, of Wallsworth. Um, so I come from more of a, a journalism background and uh, yeah, I'm excited to be on. And, uh, you know, I, I was kind of the, uh, the recipient of, of a lot of press releases um, over the years. So I'm excited to kind of talk about how to write them. All right. That's cool. And finally, everybody, you're going to hear from our background person who does all sorts of stuff with both Jim and Mike's podcast and our webinars. Right, Jim? Yes. Um, we couldn't do it without her. Yeah, she's a superstar in our in our world. Both of these guys are superstars. But Sarah Scott, hi Sarah Scott. Hi, hi. It's weird to be actually on the this side of the podcast. Yeah, that's right. I normally just just listen <laughs> and edit. And you do a great um, job. Well, thank you. But yeah, a little bit about me. I have been, I actually just realized, I think today is my actual four-year anniversary with Wallsworth. Yay! Yay. Yeah. Um, wow. And I, I'm the digital marketing manager. Um, so, you know, social media, websites, yeah, um, stuff like that. And before I came to Wallsworth, I was a reporter at uh, at two different radio stations, Um I spent the three years before I came to Wallsworth at the uh, top news radio station in Kansas City. So it was at the time. It was the top. It's not anymore. And <laughs> but yeah, so that's a little bit about Just you left. <laughs> Obviously. Right. Hey, Jim, you want to start us off? And, and let's ask about um, these guys. What the smartest yeah. way to do um, promotion? Yeah. How do you get the word out there to sell those books? Because I don't know if you're hearing this, Mike, but I am that um, we're not selling enough books yet. And I think part of that is we're not promoting hard enough. So why don't you guys share some promotional tips that you guys have? Jenica, how did you promote the book? Well, we did a lot of promotion through, um, I went to a school that had a chapel um, every week. and so. We made sure to always announce like in chapel and in the newspaper, we did things um, My college, we would have like dorm meetings every night. So we made sure that those got into the dorm announcements. Um, we did a lot of flyers on campus, a lot of the typical things. Um, but I would say a lot of our promotion actually still needed to explain a little bit about what yearbook is. And I think that sounds kind of funny to a lot of us because we're yearbook people and we think that should be so obvious. It's our lives. It's a yearbook. It tells the story of the year. It's got your pictures in it. Why wouldn't you want it? It's awesome. I worked on it. That should be enough of a reason in and of itself that I worked on it for you to get this yearbook. But a lot of people were still unfamiliar with what a yearbook is and why it's important. And so some of our work really just had to do 
with explaining what the yearbook was, what was going to be in it, and what types of stories that we told in the yearbook. And I believe, or I think, that the, the, the media, the professional media, that goes from your local newspaper all the way up to um, the New York Times or your local TV show, your local radio show, they don't get it either. They don't understand what stories we told or are telling in these books. And they call it an annual. Okay, it's not an annual. It's a yearbook. You're talking about the, now I know annual means year, but they think it's that old picture book with everybody staring. And, and even on TV shows, they, they represent it that way. The stories that are being told right this minute of this year are too important yeah. to miss. Mm -hmm. Let's talk a little bit about the the special promotional uh, things we need to do this year in this year of COVID. I think this year is so different and so unique. We need to look at, at, at different ways to promote. Yeah. Um, you're not going to put a poster up and have it work in a school where they're not even actually on the campus. True. That's right. I think some of this comes back to kind of, I joked about it earlier, but newspaper versus yearbook. A lot of the media right now has more of a newspaper mentality. And so they may not understand what yearbook is. We think that like, oh, they're journalists. They understand student journalism. But yearbook and newspapers have a different way of approaching stories and approaching what's happening during the year. And so when you have a lot of media like newspapers and things like that, that maybe haven't had the same yearbook background, they're not thinking about the stories in the same way that we are as yearbookers. Absolutely. Um, do we want to delve into the press release part of this? I mean, that's the very first thing I would do as a school. I would send my local radio stations. And I, let me just explain. I was in Lacanto, Florida, which is in Citrus County, Florida, which is in the backwoods of Florida. But we did have a local radio station. And then I would send to the Tampa and the Orlando stations as well. Um, I would start with radio, newspaper, everything. And then now, of course, we have social media. Um, so maybe we should start with the press release. Let's start there. Sarah and Jimmy and Jenica, what does a press release need to have in it? Well, you need to get something to catch, catch their eye. Because remember, these stations, they are reading... I mean, probably easily hundreds of, of press releases every week, hundreds upon hundreds. Um, so you, in the first paragraph, you need to say something to catch them eye and let them know why they should care. So just get that out there, boom, right away. Um, and obviously you need contact information. <laughs> that's, a bit, that's a big one. So do you assign a person, we do that here, I know that Chris Mateski is our contact person for um, anything that goes out press release wise. So do we assign, do us, does our newspaper or yearbook staff assign a contact person to be the spokesperson? I think that can be helpful. Um, for one, you're going to keep your messaging on point that you're not going to have conflicting messages of several different people are trying to talk. And also that person can develop relationships with the media and like it's going to be a whole lot easier to get a press release if I know exactly who to send it to in the department and maybe I've talked to them before than if I'm sending it blindly, hoping somebody will read this. 
And and if you send it blindly, think about this. They're going to call the school. They're going to go, uh, who's your your book? And they're going to get the, the lady at the front desk, and she's not going to know anything. And all of a sudden, you've got a mess. So you don't want that. So we assign a contact person. Boom. We have an intro paragraph that's dynamic. Jimmy, what about you? Yeah, I think, I mean, you know, the, I think that it's important to, you know, as far as having that, that first um, sentence, right, your lead, it's kind of like you're writing your own journalism story, right? And you, that could be a series of bullet points. That could be, you know, even your own headline. But I think really, you know, how, 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 how many seconds do you spend reading a news story, right? Most people spend like 10 seconds reading a news story. They might read the first sentence. So it's, it's gotta, it's gotta be catchy, right? It's gotta um, make them want to read on. And you, you, you know, you obviously you want to include sort of the boilerplate, boilerplate information um, talking about, you know, who you are, what you are, um, you know, as far as your your yearbook staff and and you want to have your your press contact uh you know but but that's that's all got to be towards the bottom right you're you're talking to storytellers you you want to start with um you know a good story a good line and and um you know make them make them keep reading hey jim jordan have you heard any cool stories this year I've heard a lot of cool stories, and I, I think that's another thing about this uh, press release idea that's so great. You need to get it out there even right now to let the press know you're working on this book and not wait till it's coming out and talking about di uh, distributing the book. You need to get out there and get the information about how hard your students are working creating this thing and what can happen. And I know you've seen this, Mike, around the country. When you get that press release out there to the media, they may want to pick it up as a news story. And so we've seen a number of local newspapers that have taken what the, the staff told them and then set out a reporter and covered it as a news story about how hard the kids are working during the pandemic. So and they probably send a photographer too. <laughs> that's right. That's right. You 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 want to have a target that you're shooting for. It might be to sell books, but even more importantly, it's going to be about promoting the work that your students are doing. Nobody knows out there in the average community what our kids are doing. And Mike and I are real privileged. We get to work with so many staffs around the country. We know these amazing kids, these amazing advisors that are working on Zoom, that are not even in class yet, or they're working in a hybrid situation, and they are going out and finding these amazing stories about this pandemic and about how they're surviving this, and that needs to be told. And when you get it to the news people, they're, they're looking for stories too. They're going to want to cover it. So don't be afraid to go in there and share with them all the stuff that you're doing. And I'm just going to add, I'm a very visual person. So I think that you should be sending photos with your press releases. Do you do that? I didn't realize you did that. I don't think a lot of people do. But if I was the person who was going through it and I saw a photo, that press release instantly makes a whole lot more of an impression on me. I think it's more memorable. And you can see visually what they're talking about. So if it was me, I would send some photos with it too and just try to make an impression. And if they decide to run with the story and they can't send the photographer, 
they've already got a photo that they can now put on their website or their newspaper. And that photo is probably taken by a student it is. who gets recognition. Mm-hmm. Now, going one step beyond that, do you send video? Why not? I would can we do that, Sarah Scott? Uh, yeah, you could. You could. Um, and I think it's, yeah, it's a great idea because, like, for example, like a television station, they may be looking for local stories, but they may not realize all the great visuals that uh, that are possible with mm-hmm. yearbooks. So even if they don't use that video, just let them know that it's it's something that's going to look really cool on your TV. And you can take a video with this and edit it with this using Animoto, using so many sources out there right now, somebody on your staff could do that today. And I and I was telling all these guys before I started this, I'm a very impatient person. I When I think of an idea, I want it done right now and then and there. My son hates me for that. Um, and so does my wife. Um, but that's, that's because I've been, I live this world. Uh, and so does Jim. And so do all these people. And I'm just going to interject real quick, since we're releasing this as a podcast. Mike, when you say you could do it oh, with yes. this, Mike was holding his phone. <laughs> the first time I did video, duh, I was holding up my phone. Yeah, this part is a cell phone. I'm so used to our webinars, Jim Jordan. Sorry. I know. I know. It's a different medium. How much All right. do you do as, uh, as, as a yearbook advisor to promote the book? Well, when... Back in the day, you know, because I'm ancient, um, we we didn't have to do that much promotion until uh, the book came out, and it's it's so different with wherever your whatever your uh, community is and how they happen to buy it. Jenica, everybody got it. Some some staffs they want to promote it early on so that they can really firm up their numbers that they want to, that they need to put in with the company. So they try to sell them all early at the registration time. Um, but my, my student body, they wanted to buy it toward the end of the year. So we did a lot of our heavy promotion after the book was done because they knew what the product was. And that brings up a really important point about promotion this year. Okay. So many parents, so many students, don't have any idea what the book is going to be like. They could be thinking the very worst that like everybody else, you know, they're not working very hard. They don't know what's going on. And so maybe this yearbook isn't worth buying. And so really one of the most important things about promotion this year is showing your audience that you are producing this unique historical document that they are going to want to have. And so back in, in my day, we would not have the theme. We would not tell anybody what the theme is till it came out. We would not show any spreads because we want it to be a secret. But now this year, I think that all changes. You wanna promote your theme. You wanna show your cover. You want to show spread after spread after spread to show them that the product they're getting is worth the money that they're going to spend that it has amazing value and so what i think i think the most important promotional part of this year is to show and tell what you're doing show the work that you're doing Absolutely. tell them about the work that you're doing 
and get everything out there on social media to get some buzz going about the value of this book. More than ever this year, you have to sell, sell, sell the value and how 20 years from now, you're going to want to have this book to remind them of what happened in this unique 2021 year. Last year, everybody got together in 20 and it was like, okay, we're going to make this happen. And they did the best that they could and they came out with great books. Well, now we've had this whole year of being under a pandemic. It's going to be even more interesting and more amazing this 2021 book than even last year's was. So get out there and show them the wonderful things. Now, Mike and I have done two really great pot, uh, webinars on coverage. And we had we had advisors all around the country sending us in their spreads. And we got to promote those. And we have seen, Mike, haven't we, some tremendous work. And so Absolutely. show your community all the great things you're doing. And Jenica, you've yeah. probably seen this through our marketing department and through your reps. Jenica and her team, Stephanie Stryker, have done some amazing spreads that you can put right in your book and ready to go. And you can promote those as well. So you want to talk a little bit Absolutely. about those spreads, Jenica? Yeah, we've worked really hard on these spreads. Um, I actually want to add a little bit to what you were saying real quick. Um, we have a program that every school should be on. It's called our parent email program. Absolutely. Yes. It's really important. Absolutely. It sends emails to parents and helps them buy the yearbook. It's a free program. That I'll say from our marketing department, we get responses um, directly from parents and we get a lot of them saying, why should I buy a yearbook this year? Like my kid hasn't been around. I don't want a yearbook that's just a bunch of pictures of kids looking at a computer screen. We get a lot of responses from parents just saying, why should I buy a yearbook? And so I think we, you guys have been saying this, Mike and Jen have been saying this over and over and over, but it's so important no matter how many times um, that you get that message out to continue to put that message out because parents are still not getting the message this year compared to other years of why this yearbook matters. Um, but moving on to those content spreads, like I've said, we worked really hard. We've actually um, got 72 pages of content. That's a lot. That's a whole book. Wow. We have That's amazing. A lot of pages together for you guys. And this is just free content that you guys can use and it tells the stories of the year. We have a whole bunch of different types. We have our year in review or CE buzz pages and those are monthly spreads. So that's, if you're doing a chronological book, these are perfect that you can say, here are the big national stories that happened in the month of February. Um, we also have showstopper spreads that are just the big events of this year. Maybe it's the election and maybe you guys weren't sure how to get pictures for the election, but you still wanna talk about it. We have a spread for that. And um, then we have our COVID content spreads, which talk about ways that COVID impacted the school year. And those could be things like um, how sports were impacted or college admissions, things like that. And then um, we also have our trends pages, which are um, focused a little more for some of our younger audiences, though, of course, our high school audiences like them as well. But they're just talking about popular trends this year. And so these are free pages that you guys can use to talk about the big stories of the year and not have to worry about maybe you weren't able to fill as many pages as you thought you were going to be able to. Now, now Jenica, Jenica, did you say they were free? They are free. 
You don't have to pay any wow. extra for this. This is just something that Wallsworth has done on our own to make your job easier for you. Sarah, yeah, that really is amazing. Yeah, and I just want to uh, piggyback on that. Like, Jenica, you've done an amazing job with these pages, and these aren't all gloom and doom. These no. aren't just no. COVID content. This, these cover all sorts of stories from the year. So whether you use these pages, whether you're creating your own content, like let parents know that. Let the people buying the yearbooks know that. Like, yes, like it was a tough year, but it's not all bad. And the yearbook is covering everything. Do you put that in a press release that we're covering national events, world events, and maybe give some stories that we covered? Sure. I think that's fair. And I love the idea of giving specific examples because that's really going to help make it click with, with the reporters who are reading this, this press release. By the way, we didn't go off of this. Jimmy and Sarah and Jenica, um, should a press release be really long? No. Absolutely not. I think that you should probably keep it to one page. Yeah. Short, short and sweet. Get to the point. And and the fact that you have your your um you know your contact person on the page, if you know you don't need to give the whole story right right there right they're there so that news organizations can reach out to them for more information. So it's it's almost you know you you almost want to think of it as kind of a teaser, right? You you want to get them to reach out and you know try to get some more information and see if there's a story there. Um, so yeah, short and sweet, absolutely. Excellent, thank you. Flirt with the press. With the press, yeah. Um, What'd you say? Flirt with the press. Flirt with them. That means, by the way, you use some colorful language. Not uh, not nasty language. I didn't mean that. Colorful language. Get those verbs vivid. Get um, sentences. Action verbs. Action verbs. Absolutely. Everything you already know, people. Everything that your English teachers and your journalism teachers have told you, you apply it to this. And I'll tell you what, this is a skill that's going to carry with you forever um, because you've got to sell yourselves when you're, when you're getting a job and when you're getting, um, getting into colleges, it's a skill. And Don't be shy. Like you're awesome. People need to know it. Your yearbook's awesome. People need to know it. All right. Like don't, this is not the time to be, you know, shy or self-deprecating. Like, yeah, I want to I want to challenge every single listener here to writing a press release and getting it out to their local radio stations, newspaper stations, bloggers. Uh Jimmy, you're a big blogger. Are I mean, do we do that? Yes. Okay. I, I mean, absolutely. And I I think um to kind of piggyback off of that timing is everything, right? Um, you know, especially in especially in radio, especially with newspapers. I mean, it's it's all about the timing. Uh, for you, for you guys, that all means like you want to send out a press release now. You you don't want to wait until the you know a, a month passes and then some send something out. You want to send something out now, and that doesn't mean you send one thing, right? You send multiple press releases, sort of telling the story of um, your your experience producing uh, your book during this year. So it doesn't just have to be a single press release. Um, so we can send and, more. And, and yeah, and, and that way, you know, you can, you know, if, especially if there's not necessarily interest. Because remember, with your first email, they're getting a lot of other emails, right? And and they might they may have missed it. So if you don't get an immediate response, a don't be discouraged, and b 
you should already have planned to write more press releases to, to help promote uh, your product. So back in my day, we didn't do email, social media. And back in Jim's day, the Pony Express actually carried the... the um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, the um, printing presses we used back then were pretty slow. Well, Gutenberg and Jim were really good friends. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> He's going to hit me one day. Uh, Jim, you had something about that. Well, I just want to talk about this idea that we keep saying the media, but the press, but what does that really look like? Because does that have to be a big newspaper or is there maybe like a student in your school who has a podcast? Absolutely. Do, Didn't there, even think about that. Are there students who maybe have blogs that like all the other students follow and are really popular? Because I think you should be talking to them too. Schools have TikTok famous uh, influencers and YouTube influencers. Mm -hmm. Should we be talking to them? I think we should. I don't think press has to be like this big out there concept. I think the press is anybody who can get the word out to your audience. And by the way, if you didn't cover those TikTok and YouTube influencers in your book, you made a mistake. Uh, get them in there because they are big. Mm -hmm. And can you do some promotional TikToks to yeah. sell your book as well? We want to see more of those. In fact, anybody out there, if you have some TikTok uh, videos that you've done for promotion, send them to uh, Ask Mike or Yearbook Chat with Jim, and we will maybe be able to promote them. I like going on the Reels section of Instagram and see what people are promoting there. Now they're doing more cooking videos. You could show how to make a spread in 15-second videos. Uh, really expand your thoughts, like Jenica was saying, on what promotion is. It's more than sending a piece of paper to the newspaper. There's so many different ways you can reach your audience. Sarah, you handle a lot of our social media. Would you ever retweet or share some of the videos that we got if schools sent us some of that stuff? Oh, absolutely. Please tag Walls with social media in it. Um, Twitter, it's your, at your book forever. Um, Facebook is uh, Wellsworth Yearbooks, and we're on Instagram as um, Yearbook Forever, I think. I'm sorry, I should know that. <laughs> <laughs> I post so often, I can't even remember our handle. <laughs> it's Wellsworth yeah, Yearbooks. Though. And you know what I do? When I want something out there, I call my friends, I call all of, and I say, retweet, 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 hashtag me, uh, and then, and ask your friends to retweet. Because, and I know that students are not real big Twitter followers anymore. Um, I, that hurts, because I love Twitter. <laughs> um, I guess you guys are Instagrammers. Uh, but you can still retweet, you can re-Instagram, that's too long, um, re-Insta, um, I don't know. But we need to do that. You've got to get the word to those parents. And, you know, Jim, um, we talked about what Leela Millette does in his uh, in our webinar that's out there. It's yes. our website. Um, Leland joins every single parent Facebook group that's involved. Oh, my goodness. This Absolutely. is the time to do that. You know, you this in one of your webinars earlier that I think there's this impression that like Facebook isn't cool anymore which as a millennial really hurts my feelings a lot but 
a lot of parents are on Facebook. So even though you may be thinking that, oh, I'm just going to spend all of my time on Instagram, you should still be focusing on the media avenues that parents are on too. Absolutely. That's right. Because they're the ones paying for it. That's exactly right. You may think the principal has power. You may think that the student government advisor has power. The power is in the is in the moms. Go ahead. And so you got to get to the. You've got to get to the mom groups. And now, I mean, I'm hearing this over and over again. There are parent groups, mom groups on Facebook, and they are the people who you want to promote your book to. And so I know Leland is on all those. He, he knows everybody, and that's how he promotes. A press release to the moms group is really going to get you a lot of action. Why not? I'm in you, moms yeah. groups, and yeah. I know we share stuff all the time. And once you get that press release written with those great vivid verbs and all that stuff, record a student reading it, put it on the Facebook, yeah. and showcase some um, of your work inside the room. Mm-hmm. Why yeah. not? Because let me ask you this question, Mike. All this promotion stuff we're talking about, what is the number one goal of promotion? Why are we doing this? What's the number one thing, Mike? Um, to get rid of every single one of those books. Number that's one. right. That's that's right. <laughs> number and one, we don't want have, over books. No, we want every book sold. And so... Whatever, whatever means you use, and there are hundreds we're talking about here, we want to sell those books. We want people to know, and the, the, the thing that goes along with that, we want everybody to see the great work that the students have done, but we want to sell them and get them into the hands of our audience. Absolutely. And this year is the year it's going to take more work than ever. And I'm going to tell you what, I'm going to make sure that I beat the doors down of every one of our sales reps of everything, every person out there and make them listen to this podcast. You guys have been brilliant. Um, and I think that's important. We're going to, we're going to get through this year. We heard it last night from the president and you know, we're going to by 4th of July. I want every book sold. Imagine those parties. Um, okay. That was there. Hey, Sarah Scott, do we have any social media graphics that schools could be using to post online about books? Huh. (laughs) Funny you should mention that. We have so many. We have so many. And we have them for holidays. We have them for general. We have feel-good ones. We have funny ones. We have all sorts of social media graphics. Um, if If you can steal it from our social media, like go ahead and just download that graphic and share it on your own we don't care um if you're having trouble with that talk to your rep and they all have access to all of them and they can get them to you so please please or even just email me if you need to it's sarah.scott at wallsworth.com and if you don't work with wallsworth right now your company is is hopefully there i i would i can't imagine them not they're probably doing the exact same things that we are um you do want to work with wallsworth but that's a different story um but Reach out to your sales rep. Reach out to your company. You, they need. We're willing to help you. Mm-hmm. All the companies are. Uh, that includes newspaper staffs. Re, more than likely, you're in the same room or the same hallway, mm-hmm. or you probably have the same advisor as the newspaper staff. Work with them. Work with them. 
Jimmy, was your yearbook advisor, I mean, your newspaper advisor in high school, was he, she, the yearbook advisor too? You know, I think, I think, I don't think they were actually. I, I went to okay. a pretty big high school. Um, and I think, I think they were split up. Um, but I, but I really like the idea of, of just, you know, use your connections, right? It's, it's, it's so important to just, you know, walk down the hall and, and just, and just go talk to them and say, Hey, like, how can we help each other? Right. Um, it's, it's a weird year. Uh, it, and it's always important to think outside of the box, but especially this year. And create urgency. Now I'm not going to tell you to lie, but create urgency. Macy's might have 575,000 red sweaters. But they're going to tell you we only have four days left to get these red sweaters. Create urgency. Very good. Um, Absolutely. Very important. No matter how many books you have, you still have a limited quantities remaining. Yeah, they are limited. We're not going to go back to press for the most part. So it is a limited edition. A limited edition, people. That's historical right there. Just those words. That's right. Don't wait. You might lose your opportunity to get this historical book that will last a lifetime. It's going to last a lifetime. I, I think we should also remind everybody that how did sales go last year we were equally worried about whether or not people would buy the book and what turned out to happen in the end they sold a lot they sold a lot of books so again the point is this year you got to get the message out to all your audience that this is going to be a book like no other that the students have worked really hard on and you're going to want it to remember this once in a lifetime year. And so mm-hmm. you got to push it. You got to get the news out there and they will buy it. Can I just add something real quick about your books um, from my own personal family history? Um, I know this year is a different year, but even within my own family past yearbooks, uh, my mom was adopted. And the only picture that she, or the first picture she ever saw of her biological father was from his high school yearbook that I was able to find on eBay. That's um, so cool. That's, those are the kinds of things. My grandpa um, was an awesome man and he unfortunately died of a rare form of dementia. But while his personality was hiding behind his dementia, I was able to look through his high school and college yearbooks and read like the love letters between that my grandma wrote in his yearbook, all like the kind things that people said about him in his high school and college yearbook. And so even when I couldn't see his personality anymore, the yearbook documented and preserved like the person that I knew who was behind the dementia. And so those are the things that like, as you're working through this year and it's really, really hard and it's challenging and you're trying to get this book out. I just want you guys to remember the, um, impact of your book that is far-reaching because what you're doing is really, really important, and that story deserves to be told. Amen. Ooh, Jenica, she's my new best friend, Sarah. I'm kidding. They all they're all within my office walls here, and they have to hear me all the time. And Jimmy, you guys have been amazing. Um, any last any last thoughts from Sarah, Jimmy, Jim, Jenica? Well, I, th- I think. Um... 
you know, at the beginning of the pandemic, I was, I was told, um, I think I read it somewhere or something, but it was like, someone said, you know, start a diary, start a diary now, because you're not going to, you're going to want to remember these, you know, what these moments in this kind of abnormal year was like. Um, I didn't do that. Right. I'm busy, but that's what the yearbook is. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's record you have, and it's, Good it's going to be something you're going to show your kids when, when they ask about, you know, when they learn in their history class about, uh, this, these very odd, you know, two years that we've had. Um, and you can just show them that. So, yeah. You know, we don't have a lot of information about the pandemic of 1918 because there weren't a zillion yearbooks. Now we do have some, um, do you all know it's a wonderful life? Mm -hmm. Okay. Do you know in the scene when uh, Jim, um, Jimmy, Jimmy, what's his face, Fallon? No, Jimmy, um, George Bailey. When George Bailey was little and he was in Mr. Gower's drugstore, Mr. Gower reads a telegram about his son dying of the flu. That was the historical moment about the pandemic of 1918. Mr. Gower goes on to get a little intoxicated and the story proceeds from there. But that is just a little bit of information that we had from 1918. Imagine the information 2118 is gonna have <laughs> um, because you guys did your jobs. You guys, you guys out there in podcast land, all, all four of my listeners, actually we have eight listeners out cause Jim's people are here. Um, <laughs> uh, you guys did your jobs. So, right. okay, Sarah, any last bit of advice? I just want to say again, like you all are awesome. You're doing awesome work. So don't be afraid to let everybody know how awesome you are. That's right. And don't be afraid to ask for help. If you're not sure how to do things. We're here. Um, that's what Wallsworth is here for. We really want to help you guys. So Absolutely. don't feel like you're in this alone. And it's not just Mike and Jim. It's all these people behind us that, and, and they're not behind us. They're standing with us. Um, I don't mean it like that. Um, but we have a team to help you. Mm -hmm. Jim Jordan, last word. Yeah. Pr promote what you've been doing. Don't wait. Jimmy was talking about that. Get the news out now. Get those spreads out there. Share your theme and really get your audience fired up about this amazing book. I can't wait. We're, we're almost there. We're getting close, Mike. I can't wait to see the finished products of all the work you guys out there have, have done. So promote it, sell it, and it's going to be a great year. And thank you again, as everybody said, for hanging in there and getting this book out in this crazy, crazy year. Well, with that, on three, Jim, we're going to go out. Yep. Everybody? All right. One, two, three. Oh, I'm waving. See ya. What an idiot. <laughs> <laughs>
Excellent. Hey, Jim, I have an idea from the, all these great ideas. I want everybody that has their classes write press releases, send them to either yes. Mike Taylor, Mike.Taylor at Wallsworth.com. Yes. Or Jim.Jordan at Wallsworth.com. And we also, if any of you are doing any promotional videos, send, send those them. to us and we will put them on WallsworthYearbook.com so everybody else can be inspired to do theirs. Be creative, people. This is your chance to be just like the pros you already were as you did this year, but do something unique and creative and, and send them to us. We're, hey, why just stay at Wallsworth.com? We're gonna tweet them, we're gonna Instagram oh, absolutely. them. We'll even TikTok them. Yeah because you are gonna sell every single one of your books. Amen. That's right. All right, Jim, thanks for being here with me. That was fun. It was super fun. Thanks, Mike, thanks for having me. All right, this was Ask Mike and Chat with Jim, out.